Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Can you believe it? It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. Fires. Swing and a miss. Right play is over. The Red Sox have won the world championship. Tune in to the newest show presented by Clovercrest Media. It's Obi's Backstop Podcast. Catch it twice a week, every Red Sox series finale on your favorite podcast platform. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Speaking It Real. I'm your host, Frank Cuesta, and along with my co-host, Carlos Contreras. That's right. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. Hey. Yes, it's Friday night, and you know where we're at. You know, um, I want to first start off with, you know, we this show is brought to you <laughs> by Clovercrest Media. We have over 30 different podcast shows. CMG! The CMG Network. You know, you could always find us at clovercrestmedia.com. You, you know, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. You know, we are actually all over the place. Like I said earlier, we have over 30 different podcasts <clears throat> ranging from murder-solving cases, uh, the Ivy League murders, you have hard-hitting wrestling show, the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, we have also uh, baseball with the Bard. And then we also have a new show that's going to be uh, coming up, I believe it's February 28th, which is Ovi's Backstop Podcast. Then we also have, um, you know, our politics shows, uh, Divided Divided We Stand, and I'll piss you off shortly. Oh, by the way, Frank, I got to give you props, buddy. So uh, I think I heard that uh, the boys that I'll piss you off shortly have officially awarded you the title of the smart one. And I'm going to give you props, kid. You are the smart one. I want to make sure, you know, talk, talk to the audience, man. Let them know what it feels like to be the smart one on the show, man. Go for it. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to go into that. We're not oh, going to go into that. Come on. Come on, Carlos. Well, I, 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 do have an, I do have another problem, though. Um, <clears throat> Rob, who's the host of I'll Piss You Off Shortly, he 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 prophesied something. It's kind of scary. I am not actually in Florida today. I am stuck in a bunker somewhere in Cuba. And the problem <laughs> is, the problem is, I've never been to Cuba, so I don't know exactly where in Cuba I am. But I believe Rob said something to the effect of, "I need to figure out how to you know, make my way home from Cuba." So if somebody can reach out to Rob and see if he can produce some kind of Google Maps for me, so I can make it there. I'd greatly appreciate it. Not too comfortable with the environment here and the kind of government that they run here. You know, maybe he might like it better. It's it's kind of up his alley. But yeah, I need to get out of here. So if he can help me out, I greatly appreciate it. Oh God. So, anyways, you know, like we told our our our, um, our listeners last week, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on last Friday. You know, especially with this Im impeachment trial with uh, with Trumpito. <laughs> You know, and um, that's pretty hey, much it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, look, <laughs> that was it, great. Lasted, it lasted what four days, you know. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I've seen, I'm not sure what was funnier, uh, the impeachment show or an episode of Benny Hill. That was an absolute travesty. And to make matters, I don't know if you want to call it worse or funnier, was you had, I think, what, two or three days of Democratic House managers presenting all this stuff. And he said fight and tweets and pictures and clips and and. Hollywood productions from Michael Bay and just, and in two hours, the Trump team with what little evidence they were able to review just dismantled it. I mean, it was embarrassing. The whole tweet manipulation, picture manipulation, uh, misrepresentation of speech and, and, and I don't think awful, hold on, hold on, hold on. awful, awful. I don't think awful. there was uh, a lot of misrepresentation. Misrepresentation. Oh, dude, dude, they okay. were dissected. Like I haven't okay. seen that kind of dissection since biology. It was all right. Bad. But, all right. So then, so then, what you're telling me is that the people that stormed the the Capitol was a hoax? No, 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 no. Because they they no, they, they no. dissected that. That's real. They dissected real. his tweets. No. Okay. And <laughs> what and what and what he has said on his tweets. And it was all misrepresented. Some of it was even, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, manipulated. No, Frank, I'm sorry. I mean, again, you heard the speech. You heard what he said. Clear as day. Clear as day. Peaceful. I, he said peaceful. He said cheer on your, your congressman. Nothing about storming diddly. Nothing. I don't Nada. think, okay, you know what? You don't have to use the word storm. Oh. Okay. I you don't have to, Carlos. I mean, okay. the whole thing was, you know, was for him inside. But either way, look, this is I'm 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 gonna give my opinion on it, and it's solely my opinion. Of course and, it is. That's why we have the show. Okay, exactly. All right. <laughs> was was he found guilty by Senate law? No. Okay. Okay, by Senate law, no, because he you needed 67 votes. He had 57. Mm-hmm. So, no to me, to me, he's still guilty. Majority again. This is me. Majority still ruled. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I've used I've used this analogy. O.J. Simpson. He was he's found not not guilty. Right now, of course, he was found <laughs> not guilty in the court of law. <laughs> but I guarantee you, you ask anybody and their mothers. Okay, anybody, yeah, he did it. Right, Majority of the people. And I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, I mean, even in a regular court of law, which, I mean, I, this is this is a totally political. I mean, there's so many things you can pick apart. <clears throat> the fact that, number one, the presiding judge was a witness, a witness and a victim. That's two major no-nos. The jurors were also victims. That's also a no-no. Like, that's not a trial. That was pure theater. And finally, even in a regular court of law, you can use inferences all day. You might find liability, but you're not going to find direct, direct guilt, even with all the garbage they posted and showed. So I disagree, buddy, but it's all good. I don't know. Good. I, um, Let's see, Carlos Cuesta. Well, let's see what's he saying today. Uh oh, waste of time. I'm watch I'm Frank fall apart at the family. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna promise not to this, this is around. They wanted to use it for a purpose that's not, 
that's not even in the Constitution. He should not have been impeached. Total manipulation. Um, again, disagree. You know, but what are we going to do on this case? You know, exactly he, what happened? Nothing. And now you've got them trying to ban him from being buried at the cemetery and making sure he doesn't get any federal buildings with his name on it. I mean. I, I don't. I didn't think I would ever witness. Or maybe I have in the past, and I just don't remember. But like the level of petty coming from the Democrats is like whatever. I think the level. You know what? <laughs> I I really think the level of petty has come on both sides. Well, I, can, yeah. And I'm not going to speak just because of Trump, and I'm and I'm speaking about in general throughout the years uh oh carlos throwing the fire you see that ouch the <laughs> carlos is about to get banned <laughs> right. oh man so i i think you know the level the level of petty has been played out before i i cannot yeah. speak on when this, or how this feels like I, I, to me man i'm just saying i will say this and i've and, and those that and i've know seen me, petty in washington but this is bad yeah, but look, those the people that that know me, not just on the show or part of the CMG podcast network. I haven't always been into politics, you know, and that's very well documented. I'm sorry, by you finally people got that involved. really know me. I feel for you, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so you know, I can't speak a lot about past because I again, I yeah, really I, I get you. I get you. Try to stay away when whenever I've you know whenever we've had these presidential votes. I've listened to him a bit, and I've made my conclusions, and I voted for whoever I felt at the time was right. Did I vote for Trump back in 2016? Yes, I did. Did I vote for him this time? No. And if he runs in 2024, I will not vote for him, which I don't think he's going to run anyhow. I mean, I know he's saying it. I, I think if he runs, he's going to lose. But that's something that's... That we could start talking about it about maybe a year or two from now. Because as of right now, Joe Biden is the president, and there's nothing we could do to change that unless the guy croaks. It's so funny you said that. <laughs> I'm thinking about Joe Biden's presidency, and the only thing I can think of is weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> so wrong, That's kind wrong, of what, wrong. It, what it is like watching the man right now. He's just reading and moving along and just everybody's carrying his water. But, uh, hey. you know, it is what it is, though, man. There's the, I, uh, uh, you know, Cardo says it could happen. I don't even know if I'd want him to just because I think in four years he's going to be pretty old. And I am gr I'm growing tired and weary of very old presidents. I think Trump has an opportunity to influence on the outside. Um, I know he's talked about, like, starting uh, networks, social media platforms. I'm all for that because something's got to combat these, these, these tech giants out in Silicon Valley that are, that are, you know, fact checking things they want to and censoring what they want to. And, and again, I will concede they are private companies. They can, but that's a load of crap and their bias and their slant is like more than obvious. And rather than, Rather than be more universal about what they allow, they're forcing a division into groups. And now we're going to eventually come up with other platforms. Parler fought its way back. 
there's going to be other platforms and eventually other service providers that are not going to, uh, they're not going to be slashing and, and censoring and, and shadow shadow banning and all this crap that these other ones do. They're going to lose revenue. And then unfortunately we're just going to end up having more division because people are just going to continue to go into their corners. And as much as I'm all for disagreement, I love it. The fact that we're just forcing ourselves into foxholes is, is pathetic. It's sad. And it's, it's infuriating. And again, that's why we're doing the show, buddy, because I'm hoping somebody just enjoys talking and debating. You don't have to be right about everything. Just talk. And, and, and as I've always said, between your opinion and mine, there's usually gold in the middle. But that's not where we're going. That's not where we're going. And no one seems interested in even trying. So I don't know. Look, um, Except us. Yeah. I mean, I, I will tell you this. This country needs us come together okay it doesn't matter if you're a democrat doesn't matter if you're a republican doesn't matter if you're an independent okay this country has been separated for way too long and like i said earlier i haven't followed politics heavy 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 but i followed enough to know how separated we are as a nation mm. and we're very separated and it it you know Politics, actually, you know, we were going to talk about this later on, but now that we're in it, we're going to talk about what politics has done to friendships, to families. You know, politics is what's ruining a lot of people's relationships. Yeah, it's become pretty sad. Mm -hmm. It's not very sad. I mean, I, you know, I... I, I, I've done it. I've had people do it to me, you know, where they've distanced themselves, you know, from people that are, are your, you know, are friends, you know, or even family. Well, yeah. Yeah. I got friends. Well, yeah, I have friends. I know I've got some family members. They've, they've, I guess what you would call shadow ban, which is even though they're still on like on my list, they don't see what I post and, you know, I get it. I know on, on, on Facebook and whatnot, I love to, you know, stoke flames and, and start conversation. Anybody who's on my list knows that. Exactly. Here's the pot. Here's I'm all it. about it. I'm all about it. That chili should never sit. And so um, <clears throat> I don't mind, but yeah, you know, it, 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 it's, it's petty. You hear stories about like, oh, I haven't spoken to my dad in years because he voted for so-and-so. Like, that is just sad and you're pathetic. I'm sorry. That's garbage. Garbage. And so... And it's not just that. So I know you're you're referring to this article I found, and it was a great article because it, it not it's not just that we're disagreeing. It's literally that like every decision we're making is no longer. Let me not say no longer, but we used to make decisions based on like quality or preference, and now it's pretty much about political affiliation, as in what does this company stand for and who do they support. Oh well, then I'll go buy that. Or what about this restaurant? What did the owner donate to? Oh, okay. Well, then I'll go there. Like, really? And so, yeah, the question, the question, you know, I guess we can ask a couple of questions. How much worse is this going to get? This kind of plays into what I was saying just a little while ago about social media platforms. And so uh, it's like, 
we're going to just create other ones. And in the process, they're going to, we're just, they're, we're all just going to start moving into our, it's like teams and tribes. It's, it's just going to get worse. And now, and it's not just that. So if you find out a company that supported person X, then you try to demonetize, run them out of business, shame them. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's awful. It's awful. And I, I mean, what's your take on this? Cause it's irritating. Dude, it really sucks. Just to, to put it bluntly. Like I said earlier, I see a lot of my, you know, myself just, I've distanced myself or I stopped having certain conversation with, conversations with individuals because they're so far on the right. You know, and doesn't matter what you tell them they just don't see it and they get offended they start arguing and it's just one of those things where it's like what are you doing why why are you going to ruin a friendship why are you going to ruin any type of relationship when just because we don't see eye to eye you know what not everybody sees eye to eye on everything i mean look carlos and i you and i are prime example do we see eye to eye? No, we don't. No, no, no. But at the end of the day, I'm using your phrase. Bingo. <laughs> okay. But when when you look at it, at the end of the day, what is it we're doing? You know what? We're having a conversation. And yeah. we're agreeing to disagree. But it, 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 it's it's like, for example, as, as members of the Latino community, you know, for example, you remember when when Goya was under attack? Oh uh, yeah, dude, you don't attack Goya. Not if you're Hispanic. It's just, it's just no, no. And yet, yet it was, it was scrutinized, and politicians were like throwing shade at it, and you had people like I, I believe sales went up because of that nonsense, which is great. I thought that was awesome, but we're arguing about beans. Comp <laughs> we're about beans, Frank. Carlos, that's that how I met you. That essential nutrient that's good for your heart. We the more you eat, we the more you fart, and yet the more you fart, ah, the better you feel. So eat your beans in every meal. Yeah, but we're <laughs> arguing about beans, and so yeah. I mean, when when where where does it end? Where does it end? And 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know. And it's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. I mean, you have celebrities. They say something, cancel them. Person supported who? Donated money where? Don't shop there. I mean, at some point, people are going to get wind that I'm on this show, and they're going to start sending crap emails to Joe about, you got a conservative with a gray beard on there. Get his ass out. We're not going to listen to him. I'm telling you, it's coming. <laughs> so, um, you know, all I can say is, we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Hopefully. And I, I think this is going to sound crazy, Frank, but what we're doing is conversing and we have a comment section that is engaged <clears throat> and believe it or not. Uh, it was about <laughs> beans. It was about beans. <laughs> um, you know, it wasn't about beans, but the fact that a bean company, the most popular bean company became a sacrificial like lamb to, to, to the conversation of politics. That was ridiculous. Um, but we're, we're, we're actually in, in the, in the business right now of just make conversation is now becoming an art form. It's almost like a concert. 
it, it, it's not it's not it's almost but not mainstream anymore that's it's almost not the mainstream problem. anymore people don't know how to have a conversation anymore i don't know i mean hopefully we can do something about that okay. I mean, this comment section is free for people to talk and and disagree and and that you know helps the show out and 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 that's all we're trying to do is just you know teach people to talk which is like really but hey that's where we are that's where we are man um carlos just so you know yeah might be funner on zoom because then what you're gonna have a bunch of different people on there yeah, not being able to be i don't think there's enough bandwidth carlos to be honest with you even though right now i mean we are on our sixth episode we do plan on having people come on the show we, we're going to listen to everybody's points of views. We're going to argue points of views, you know, but as long as we do it in a respectful manner and we're not here insulting you or you're insulting us for whatever different views are, because I will tell you this, the minute that I have an insult anywhere, I will cut you off. It doesn't matter because <laughs> this, this podcast is not about you know who has the biggest set of balls or who has the biggest set of tits let's, let's put it you know both sides but i have to concede it's, you're the smart one <laughs> carlos 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 you just you know <laughs> rob's not here i i i'm surprised i'm you know, sure he, he'll get worried Ro rob okay. rob's been on you know every show wax on wax off actually <laughs> yeah, actually, it was more like paint the fence. Yeah, <laughs> you know, since we're gonna throw titles out there. Thanks, Joe. Hey, Joe, but at least I'm not the one reading articles on the hustler, though, right? Oh, but anyways, <laughs> you know, going on to uh to other things. I mean, <clears throat> when you when you look at the media, you know, this is oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> oh, I, I know, I know, you've been waiting for this. <laughs> I, I know you've been waiting for this one, but you know what? I, uh, you know, going on to the media, what could I tell you about that one? Well, they like to glorify things. <clears throat> oh, they do. That, that, that's not even a side issue. They will, they will, they will it's sensationalism is what it's called. And I mean, they will find a way to make the mundane the most astronomically bad thing in the world. It's, you know, it's all a matter of presentation. And I mean, but, 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 mm -hmm. but I, I, I would tell you this when, when, when you look at it, all right. And we're going to use the BLM movement that happened last Friday as we we're doing the show, actually. Uh, yeah. The New York incident. Okay. Right. The New York incident where you had Fox news. Mm -hmm. Okay. They they put out th their headline was violent BLM protest in New York leaves two New York Police Department cops injured, eleven arrested. Okay. Okay. That's that's that. And then you have CBS reported arrests reported after protests. There's, I'm sorry, hold up. Arrests reported after protesters and police clash in Midtown. Okay. All right. All right. So, so what before, you, what hold on, before <clears throat> Carlos continues, 
we're going to pause for one second to introduce a new show that's going to come on board. It's our first commercial. I love wiffle ball. No other way to explain it. Just something about the game. The feel of the grass. Smacking that ball all over the field. Making plays. Diving head first, whatever it takes to get the job done. That's what wiffle ball means to me. Striking out grown men. Watching their knees buckle on a called third strike. Sit out, bud. And then, of course, the home runs, the base hits, the big, big home runs at the big moments. That's a whiff of greatness. Join us all season long for the Joe Aguirre story, a CMG podcast. Real quick, for you that, that was don't great. know Joe Aguirre, that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. Joe, Joe, Joe Aguirre is <clears throat> the man. He's the man on top of CMG Podcast. You know, so you got to listen to his story. Joe <clears throat> considers himself to be the best wiffle ball player of all time. So, And I'm sure once, there are plenty of stories to corroborate that legend. Yeah, yeah, of course. You have his daughter that says, yes, of course. I mean, who's not? My son would say I'm the best at all time, you know? So, you know, but, you know, we gotta, we're going to hear Joe's story once um, we're ready for it to come out. Don't know exactly the dates, but I will tell you that I will keep you guys posted on what the dates will be for it. So, Carlos, go ahead after I just so politely cut you off with our commercial break. No, no, it's fine. I mean, you know, what, what you've clearly shown which is good is um a media's way of presenting information to its audience and so naturally on fox most of the people who view it are adversarial to blm so for them to get the most clicks they're gonna they're gonna give you that bombastic headline keep in mind though it's still true i mean it's not like they lied Whatever they described in that headline is accurate. It's just uh, very drastic and very sensational. To those who are more sympathetic to BLM, they're going to, they're you know, like the CBS people, they're going to present a headline that to make sure you, uh, you don't lose the sympathy and you, you, you keep the viewership and you don't offend the viewership, you soften it up. But again, the headline is accurate and and so no, i you see i'm not debating that the that the headlines are accurate okay right. but what it's the way that it's being presented all right i mean okay was it was it violence was there really that much violence during that during the, during Apparently, that if you have injured cops there's violence all right but do you have to come up with that as opposed to what hey CBS laid it nice and easy. There was a riot. There was issues. 
you know. So, again, the media platforms <clears throat> over-exaggerate a lot of stuff that goes on. Hold and on. obviously, over, yes. Over-exaggerating is, is, is an assumption that you're swelling up the story with non-truths. That, that headline is not inaccurate. It's true. It's just presented in a much more drastic manner. That doesn't make it a lie okay, or an exaggeration. So, yeah, that, that's all fine. Right. So is there a need to be that dr drastic? Really? Well, you know, so, Frank, this is the evil of media. And it's... It's not it's, a lie, Laura. <clears throat> it's... um. I'm not. I'm not saying. You know, Laura's like, "Oh, why lie?" No, I'm, no. I'm not I, I get what lie. Frank is getting at. Well, what but I'm I, saying I think, is, there, there's other ahead, ways. There's there's other ways to to present it as saying, "Oh, it's this, it's that." Oh, you know, I'm going crazy like that. So yeah, there is so, other ways. <clears throat> I mean, you know, Frank. Again, it's all about drawing in your audience and clicks. So the unfortunate thing about media is that 99% of it is, is produced to generate revenue. People, you know, companies want clicks. So they are like, like people who do podcasts want viewers. It's not, 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 not different. And so depending on your audience, you're going to tailor the message to them. And this is just a straight out observation. I don't care if you're left or right. And like the average Trump article on CNN blasted him. And yet if you found it on Fox, it was softer. And so, but, but unfortunately what I do understand your point to an extent is I do feel that sometimes news stories are flooded with not just emotion, but like they, they sprinkle opinion in there. And then that's when it gets dangerous that's when it gets dangerous. That's when it becomes what I feel is uh, not that it's uh, dishonest, but just disingenuous, I guess, is the word I want to look for. Because I don't care about how you feel about the story. Just tell me what happened. But that's rarely what we get. Now, we do get it. There are places and sources that will just give you the truth. And many people don't go that route because uh, you know, it's, it's labeled as boring. Just presenting the information to you is boring. Um, at this point, though, in the game, personally, that's all I want to read. I don't care about your opinion. Just give me the facts. Give me the details, and I'll form my own opinion. But a lot of times, opinion is mashed potatoed into the information, and then you have what we have now. Basically, what you're showing me here, two headlines, same story, different presentation. And I'm sure if you read both articles... One of them probably, you know, just kind of massages the details, but gives you the details. And the other one just kind of gives it to you like straight and just like aggressive, like this happened and this happened. But neither of them are lying. So right. no, I'm not saying they're lying. Yeah. I mean, that's let's let's get that straight. I mean, were they were there violence? Yeah. Okay. Do do I agree with the violence? No. That's one thing I want to get out there. All right. Do do BLM have a right to protest? Yes. Yeah, All no right. one's saying they I don't. I mean, anybody does. But no one's got the right to but go beating up cops. I completely agree with you. So no one has the right to do that. I think that the minute the minute that it that any any march, any protest, any any show of oh my god, what's the word I was looking for? The, um, I lost my my word. 
any any protest or any, any de demonstration that okay. there we go that's what i'm looking for yeah 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 you know goes violent it's wrong yeah and you could have your demonstrations peacefully and that's that now you know with the news yeah I, I i don't agree with the way they present it you know and an, another thing that i've also that i've looked at is i i've started to i i get the news you know from my from the sources i get them from right mm -hmm. i i check out i check out fox news i check out cnn news and then i go into overseas and that's good. That's actually one of the smarter things you can do. Uh, if you're trying to at least find what, I, what I've said before is that middle, that sweet spot, that's what you're going to have to do. I mean, <clears throat> news has, has evolved into like just almost like infomercial type stuff. Like it's just here, this happened, but you need to feel this way about it. And it's like, no, no. But they're all doing that because that, that, that's what drives revenue. I mean, again, money is the evil here behind it all. You know, yeah. So, I mean, Frank, it is what it is. You know, for those who appeal to Fox News and 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 like their stance, that's exactly the headline they want to show you because they know that that's going to have people talking and enraged. And you know, for those who read the CBS article, they're going to hear the people from Fox News, vice versa, and be like, oh, no, no, no. and it is. Look, I mean, not everybody agrees when I say this. I know some people say that media is just information, and I say not necessarily. I think it is. It is deliberate separate messaging to continually keep us pissed off and they're doing a great job they're doing a fabulous job in fact they're doing so great a job frank we have a show <laughs> about talking because people are just not listening they're reading the headlines they're reading the stories and they're arguing based on the source they read and that's what they want that's what they want yeah they want so i agree with you there i you know, you know that's you know, but again, I mean, just kind of, you have different views from different so sides. Are great, I love it. Oh no, the comments are awesome. I love That's it. Great. I Listen, love I, you guys in the comment section. I mean, I can't read you, them all, but this you is guys, great the, this is great debate. But listen, if you guys in the comments, you know what? Tag somebody, share it with somebody. You know, someone you feel the need that should come on the show, should listen to the show. Go ahead and tag them. Tag them. Bring them on. I mean, the more the merrier. You know, um, going going into other things, Carlos. Something you pointed out on on our show, not on our show, but to me or on our spreadsheet that we have for the show. Mm -hmm. Um, should states give the the president the finger? That's right. <clears throat> so there's some th interesting things happening, and again. I don't necessarily want to present this from a left-right standpoint. However, uh, I found a story, found a couple stories. And so the first one is uh, the governor of South Dakota is proposing a bill to nullify <clears throat> Biden's executive orders. And I don't think I've ever heard, unless somebody in the comment section would feel free to show me, but I don't think I've ever heard of a state actually taking a measure to start looking at executive orders and be like, no, not going to happen. Uh, I know, I know when presidents fill out executive orders, 
states can take it to court uh, and fight them. That they've done, they always do that. But to literally come up with a law that says in this state, if we basically don't agree with your order, we're not doing it. That's, I want to say awesome. <laughs> I don't agree, um, but I I will read a clip from, from the article that you put on here mm -hmm. where it says, the bill sets up a process for reviewing the president's executive orders, which would be submitted to the governor and attorney general so that the attorney general could determine whether the state should seek an exception from their order or have it declared an unconstitutional exercise yeah. of registration authority by the president. Right. Like, so if you're going to propose an order and I don't think it's good for my state, I want the right to basically look at you and say, no, well, I, I, no, no, I'm, I'm just regurgitating basically what South Dakota's attitude is. But right. remember, well, this is the United States of America. If one thing goes down in one state, it starts to, you know, there's a domino. There tends to be a domino. So, right. But the thing, the thing, the thing with that is, and what's, what you're going to have is just all these governors, you know, of, of these states, mm -hmm. uh, you know what, like, let's take um, the governor of Florida, DeSantis. My boy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a, no, a whole other issue. That man's hot right now. You Go know, ahead. so... He's a Republican. Yeah. So whatever Biden puts in right now, he's 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 gonna say nope, nope, nope. I nope, don't nope. know about and, that. And and I don't think we <clears throat> we should give the states that right. Well, yeah, Florida's not doing that. Just just so we're clear, this is South Dakota. But what no, I'm no, saying I, is, I'm just if saying it passes I'm, I'm in using, South Dakota, I'm using it, I'm using it as yeah. an example. Okay, okay, okay. You know where you're gonna have then the states. Um, you're gonna have the governors pretty much oversee what the president's doing and run the states. Then why yeah. have a president? Yeah. So then why have a president? Well, see now, I, I get your point, and it's a good point. I think now it it all depends on what you think the federal 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 government's role in this nation should be. I have said numerous times, and I'll keep saying. I want them as small as possible. And so even though I get that, you know, I, I, as honestly, outside of military and infrastructure, I honestly don't want the federal government involved in anything. But Okay, well, you know so, what? Hold on a second. So, wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. Okay, you don't want them involved in, in anything. No. Let's say right now we were, we were in, in, in the state of Texas. Right. Where they're slammed. Yep, they're slammed. They're slammed. Mm -hmm. So so then we shouldn't send help over there then. Texas can request other states for help. And if other states want to help, they can. Leave it to and the states. But so now, now, we now, send federal now. Okay. So then okay, so then so then Texas goes I ahead. Say, I did say as, as, I did say hey, the, hey, the military. Florida. So they can use they can ask the That's why you have the National Guard. Too. But that's why you have that's the National fine. Guard. And that's run by states. Exactly. Okay. So, so again, you have you have no, the National no. Guard that does the states. But in this case, we're not looking at it's not that they need protection, they need help to recover. Yeah. So if the state doesn't have the money, they're gonna go on the federal government, right? 
Yeah, and the federal government okay. has, has its but own then, branches of military to but help then out he, too. Here you're saying no, we I I don't want the federal government to help out. Well, I did say infrastructure. So if Texas is having some issues now, a lot of it is infrastructure. I'm okay with the federal government being involved in infrastructure. So they have that avenue, at least hypothetically. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hypothetically, this is all hypothetical, but it's it's this is a great topic. Uh, and then if they need extra help beyond the National Guard, they can reach out to other states and they can reach out to the to our to our own military. The National okay, military. so then that means that the state of Florida to go ahead and help out Texas. Okay, if they request it in Florida, offer sure. Okay, fine, but then you take or agrees. So then take so then Texas is taking our resources, our taxes, yeah. and everything, and going. Or Texas. It so just then depends, what Frank. That, like right now, okay, do, do, does, does Florida need winter then? resources? Like right now? I mean, we're what, maybe 45, 50 degrees tonight? We don't need it. They need it more yeah, than we hold do. On. Carlos, you might be 45 degrees. <laughs> it's All even right. worse where you're at, I'm sure. It's like 50, I, 60 degrees down there. Are you are you nuts? What? That's 50, 60 degrees? Are you hold yeah. on? Where's my where's where's my weather? Where's my weather? Where's my weather? Oh gosh, I can't find <clears> it. I, I lost everything on my phone the other day. So look, bottom line is we at, ain't freezing. We ain't freezing. We are 75. at seventy-five. <laughs> Damn, it hasn't gotten to you yet. No, um, no, no, no. It hasn't. So I mean, again, hypothetically, uh, if if bottom line is though, Frank, if if the if the president is gonna any president, uh, this isn't specifically about Biden. If they're gonna start coming out of the gates like Biden. Signing 75 executive orders and 210 by year by the end of year two, and your state is being directly affected by a bunch of the crap he's signing. Hypothetically, it might not be a bad idea for the states to kind of look at Biden or any president and give him the finger. Like, no, we ain't doing this. I again, then I go back to why have a president. Because they can still run the military. That's that's their prime function is 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 defense. Have the military ran by the states then. They have national guards, like you said. Have it ran by the states then. Okay, you know what? That instead of having the army, navy, marines, air force, and coast guard, you know what? Just have the states run wrong. Run their <clears throat> own. No, because we still need something to defend ourselves from other countries. I'm not going to expect Florida to fight Germany. However, uh. When there's intra-issues, riots, weather disasters, the states can cooperate for National Guards. I don't see a problem with that. I I, I just don't think it's a good idea <clears throat> for a one structure, one federal structure, to be to have too much power over even the states. I think the more power states have, the better. And that gives the people who live in this country a c- clearer option and, and, and choice as to where they want to live. I think hypothetically, it's not a bad idea. I think, of course, you you have to think about, okay, how many times are you going to say no to the president? I mean, you're right. There there should be maybe a limit, but it's interesting. All I'm saying is that this is a great proposal and you have to, you have to, it's, it's fascinating to think about the possibilities about states just not even going to court anymore. Cause that's what they did like during Trump and, and even during Obama too. If he wrote an executive order, the state that didn't agree with it would find a judge and take it to court, rule it unconstitutional, and then it would bounce back and forth all the way up the appellate chain until the appeals courts and finally Supreme. This, the way I'm reading it, sounds basically like from the get-go, they're just 
no. They're just saying no. And I don't know, man. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty good. And so the other article I proposed uh, regarding governors is uh, DeSantis, our boy. Uh, he is basically at least single-handedly, because I haven't heard of any other governor doing it. He's taking it to big tech. He's proposing uh, laws that are going to start penalizing uh, big tech for for basically what we say or what I say has been happening: censorship and and shadow banning and things of that nature. Okay, but in again. his hold on, hold on. In his he's basically his position is he's trying to protect the citizens of Florida. Um, from, 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 from exactly that. I mean, you have, you have companies like, you know, big tech companies with power that like at the drop of a hat, they can shut you down, ruin your business, ruin your revenue. That's a lot of power, whether you agree with why or not, like they're, 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 they can change and ruin lives at the drop of a hat. And so he's seeing these things and he's proposing laws now on a state level, on a state level. Obviously, I know, you know, in Congress, they've had their debates about Section 230 and like immigration and everything else. It's it's 50 years of talk and nothing. But on the state level, you know, DeSantis seems to be putting his foot down and taking charge on that. And I like it. <laughs> I like it, maybe because I live in Florida. But again, uh, it's a state now taking issue. And you got to wonder because. How does that conflict with federal rules, federal laws? I'm not sure, but he's going after him, and I think that's great. What's I mean? What's your take on that? Well, watch this. If I don't like what you have to say, mm -hmm. watch what's going to happen to you right now. You see, this is the thing. This is our show. We go go ahead. We could go ahead and uh, limit what you say and what you can't. Carlos, you could come back on now. Yay. <laughs> okay. Did, did you see how that just worked? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is our show, right? right? Right now, I'm controlling the show. And right. For, for just conversational purposes, because, you know, this is my show and Carlos' show. But for this conversation, we're going to say it's my show. Okay. okay. So it's my show. All right. I don't like what you have to say. I don't agree what you have to say. I don't have to. I don't have to have you on the show. So now I'm going to present to you okay, the so, opposite. Go ahead. So what what he wants to do is try to, and this is what I'm getting from what you're saying because I haven't really read the article, to be honest with you. Okay. Okay. But so what you're saying is he, he wants to go ahead and find the big tech companies for censoring people, correct? Right. Or voices. That's part right. of it. I mean, he's also con he's also concerned about like um, some of the things they do with our data, our information. There's a lot to it. It's not just censorship. He he went into pretty good detail. We're gonna sh I'll read it. We're gonna shift the balance of power back to consumers and away from big tech because Floridians are no longer gonna be dictated by those companies. We're gonna have a more balanced approach where consumers can in part control their most sensitive data. So he he's going after data. And you got to think, for example, uh, for example, uh, like you said, you took me off the show. And so that's fine. That's an intra decision. But let's say uh, let's say um, I run I run the broadcast company and you're making decisions that are that are banning some of like 
my other people. I'm going to deal with you because you're hurting my revenue. And that's kind of his position. He's looking at the constituents in Florida. And if I'm running a business, I got a successful business and I use Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, for example, as like my primary sources of, uh, of advertisement and whatnot. And then because I said something wrong, you shut me down and, and cancel me out. You are now hurting one of my constituents. You are hurting my revenue. That's tax dollars I'm losing. That's a citizen right. that I have that's that's out of okay. But so he's just looking at it from that 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 uh, that's fine. But again, I think that's awesome. Yeah, fine. But the thing is, is that when you when you're running things on a private platform, because that's what Facebook is. It's a private platform. Mm-hmm. Okay, that everybody has the right to be on. You know. Everybody that Facebook deems has the right to be on it will be on it. Okay. If they deem that, you know, this podcast that we have, speaking it real, is not aligned with their views or or they don't or they don't want us on, it's their right. It's their right to go out and say, hey, goodbye. Yeah, and and, and I have conceded that point before, but he's looking at it from a from an angle where I mean, the data part is 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 also interesting because I mean, lots of people, lots of people. Uh, there, you can see we got we got Rob back on. Uh, Rob, we've missed. You I need, now, I need, I need that map, Rob. I'm still trying to get home from Cuba, man. I'm stuck here in a bunker in Havana somewhere. So if you could produce me a map, I'd appreciate it, buddy. Um, <laughs> anyhow, he's looking at his constituents, though. And, and I don't think, it, you know, th- this is definitely going to be a, a, a whole heap of, uh, of court battles and laws. But I think it's a start. I think it's, it's, it's interesting where this can go. And I think it's interesting that governors now are taking matters into hands like that. And who knows where this will go? It may not go anywhere. Um, may not go anywhere. But I, I, I find it fascinating that now governors are rolling up their sleeves. And they're like, all right, you know, so we're, I don't want this for my state. I don't want this crap going on here and I'm going to do something about it. We'll see. We'll see. But I just found it fascinating. And I, I said, this is just a great conversation. It's not even about politics. Just this no, is yeah, going yeah. down. I this mean, is going I, down. And I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I completely don't think that that's going to happen. I mean, yeah, in, in we'll see. my own, you know, we'll opinion see here. So I, I mean, nobody I, thought that, that a president would be uh, attempted to be impeached after he's gone, but they tried. So who knows? Yeah, but no one ever saw a president incite violence like he did. Uh, that's a matter of perspective. You know, so <laughs> no one ever saw a president just go crazy on Twitter, just about a little, 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 little ah, talking. There we go again. garbage all the time. Twitter. I mean, look, look it, it, at, and you could agree with this. Yeah. His mouth is, is, is what got the best of him. Uh, yeah, it just depends on your sensitivities, I guess. I well, yeah, I guess so. Then I mean, I'm not, I'm not sensitive, but <laughs> I think most people who complain you know, about Twitter the, are the crap. The crap that he was <laughs> talking was just absurd. And yeah, to each his own. I mean, you know, and he had every single right to get censored by anybody that censored him. And I disagree. That's fine. There we go. No problem. <laughs> We're gonna agree to disagree on that. Yes, we do. You know, so I mean. What else? Got a question out there. What does 
pro-life and pro-choice mean to you guys? What exactly is pro-life? And this ties into not just abortion or choosing, you know, choosing to have abortions or choosing not to have abortions or deciding that, you know, a baby coming into this world deserves to come out. <clears throat> All right. I've seen I've seen people that they're pro-life. Yes, you got, you know, you get pregnant, you got to have the child. Okay. I get that. I don't agree with it, but whatever. But then you have those same people. You know, you have those same people saying, all right, you have these illegal immigrants or whatever, you know, coming over risking lives. Oh, but it's okay. They're risking their life. They're dying or they shouldn't do it. So they're saying, they're saying you have to do this, but you can't, you know, you can't. Damn it, I forgot my words. But you can't have you can't have the choice. You follow what I'm saying? Kind of sort of. So I mean, I've I've heard this this pro-life, pro-choice thing come up again where it seems like the definition of it is being expanded beyond abortion. Um I you know but no, it should be it should be it should be expanded besides abortion because it's not just an abortion issue. All right. So it's then not. where 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 do we take this where do we take pro life pro choice to next? Just just regular people who are living? Or or what exactly Yeah. Like I think I think I've heard it referred to the death penalty a little bit. Like if you're pro life you wouldn't be for the death penalty because you'd want people to live or something to that effect. Um I don't know, Frank. I mean, pro-life, pro-choice. I, I normally, uh, I normally, you know, my issue is two things, I guess, uh, when it comes to the abortion issue is some of the, like these crazy things I've heard lately from some of these blue states about like up to the day of. And I think uh, at one point the governor from Virginia was like, even immediately after we'll have a conversation or some craziness he said. And I was like, and so, yeah, I mean, there, there should, I, I, the way I see it, I'll just be frank, set a limit. Yeah. I think 20 weeks is like the standard. What I don't agree with, what I don't agree with is this notion that everybody should pay, uh, uh, pay taxes into just, you know, like abortion. Like it, it, it's a personal thing. And those who want one or want to go through having one, let them deal with it financially not everybody wants to be roped into that. And and you got to look at other aspects of it. Like uh, you have, you know, religious people. I don't care how you feel about Christianity. I don't care how you feel about people who are religiously devout and devoted. If it's against their, their beliefs, their, their core principles, whatever you want to call it, they shouldn't be forced to, to pay into it. And so, um, uh, that's 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 I guess my only stance on it really well, is, you know, is the payment. Rob like, said it right. If you don't have ovaries, your opinion doesn't matter on abortion. And 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 he's right. You know, I mean it's really it's not up to us, it's up to the women that are burying these children. That's fine. Whether they want to keep them or not. That doesn't mean I have to pay for it. 
if some woman wants to have one, that's her decision. She should, you know, arrange it with whomever and however. Don't Martial get me involved. Birth abortions are brutal. Uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was like leading into before about the whole day of thing, and and whatnot. Um, but I don't know, man. Just for me, honestly, just. I, I mean, I agree. Look, I mean. I didn't want to take this into an abortion type conversation, but I mean, but I, <laughs> I, I agree for it. If the lady wants to have it, hey, by all means, have the abortion. I mean, it is what it is. It doesn't matter how the the child was conceived. You know whether you know whether you. How do I put it? I it, it doesn't matter how it's conceived. It's 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 her choice. You know, now should there be there? There has to be a limit. I mean, three months, I think, is has been the the uh, the going the going limit, more or less, if I'm not mm -hmm. mistaken. And I think that should stay that way. You know, if after three months you don't know whether you're going to keep it or not, and you decide to keep it, then hey, too bad. If you're keeping it. Put the baby up for adoption. Okay. You know. Yeah. That's that's all right. <clears throat> I mean. Now the comment now the comment section is getting dark. <laughs> yeah, they rip arms out. They need to have a set limit. Carlos, I mean, please yeah. show me proof of who's ripping arms out. I mean, yeah, the, I, I, mean I, I, I I've I've seen documentaries. From what I've seen, the process is not wholesome. Uh, it's not, and so I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I think again the the main crux here is. You know, you have religiously devout people who don't believe in it, and therefore they don't want to pay for it. And I don't think people should be forced into paying for it. It's a personal decision, so you personally support it. You finance yeah. it. That's all. Right. No, that's don't all, send buddy. Me a pic of it, please. Oh, yeah, man. but you know, we're actually we're we're winding down the show. We're looking at this week actually, and I'm gonna call this gentleman a legend. And I'm not, and it's not because of his political side. You know, I, I back in my day, um, I, I, I heard him. I, since I wasn't too much into politics, and I was a lot more a, a right wing type of person. <laughs> you know, I person. <laughs> I agree <laughs> with a lot of stuff you're saying, but you know. Rush Limbaugh dies at age <clears throat> 70. All right. He died battling cancer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, again, the guy's a legend in his own world or, you know, he's, he's a legend to, you know, in general. He, he, he's given us a voice. Actually, Carlos, you, you go ahead and take this one. You posted the article. and then Well, I'll, plain I'll and simple, uh, you know, I don't care how you feel about his politics. That's not what this is about. You have a man who uh, started off at a small radio station, brought on a format that wasn't popular, <clears throat> and yet he went from, like, five stations to – he eventually evolved into having like 30 to 40 million people listening. And he managed to maintain that for 30 years. That is unheard of. And <clears throat> I think the main thing that I want to take 
from Rush is because he brought back the radio format and not just brought it back. He, he exploded it. He just boom. Um, you know, I think because of him, there are so many people now with shows and podcasts. I mean, I, I can, I feel I can say that even you and I, to an extent are doing this in, in essence, because of, of guys like him, guys like him. And so I think, you know, the best way to honor Rush going forward, and I don't care how you feel about his politics, is not that's not what this is about. This is a guy who, love him or hate him, uh, did something, it wasn't popular, and he made something enormous out of it. And everyone should continue that. Uh, you got something to say? Grab a mic and a camera, or, or, or just a mic. You don't even need a camera, but start talking like he did. And the more voices are out there sharing opinions, the better, I think, especially in today's day. So, um, you know, the, the, nothing short of legend. I mean, the, people like to use the term goat. That dude is the goat. He's the goat, plain and simple, of radio. And hopefully everybody, regardless of side or opinion, builds on what he did in your own way. I don't care, but build on that. More voices need to be heard, not canceled or silenced. So, long live it. Unless you're on a private, well, you know, you're right. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it there. We'll, we'll, you know, hey, Rush Limbaugh, thank you for giving us a voice. You know, <clears throat> um, yeah, and he, you know, the world did lose a legend. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'd agree with that. You know, the political views are something else. But, mm -hmm. hey, it is what it is. You know, and um, we've pretty much uh, reached the, the ending of our show today. All right. Um, but, again, guys, you know, we are brought to you by Clovercrest Media Group. Again, we are, we are over 30 podcasts deep. We got new podcasts coming on. I mean, on I could tell you that on Mondays you have Divided We Stand – you have I'll Pitch You Off Shortly with uh, Robert Benjamin at 9. Divided We Stand is at 8. I'll Pitch You Off Shortly is at 9. You also have Laura, which is our, which was uh, in our comments with the uh, Ivy League Murders. Her her podcasts appear on Wednesdays at um, 8.30, if I'm not mistaken. Then we also have um, Actually, our producer today, uh, Chase Garcia, he has a basketball podcast called Post Posted Up Podcast, a Post Up Basketball Podcast, or Posting Up. Sorry about that, Chase. Posting Up Basketball Podcast that I believe um, is on on Thursdays. I believe I might be wrong on the date, but we also have uh, the HHW Wrestling Show, which is on on. Tuesdays at 8, I'm a part of it. Come join us. Uh, all four down, sports, you name it. It's all on the CMG Podcast Network. I mean, CloverCrestMedia.com. Come look us up. We're there. You know, Carlos, do you have any final words? You're good to go. No, man. Great show as always. Uh, a healthy and vigorous debating in our comments section. Um, but, you know, nothing personal or ugly, which is what the show is all about. Uh, I think. 
you know, I, I was listening to a show the other night, uh, some, some centrists. I mean, they sounded kind of leftist to me, but they claim to be centrist. And they, they seem to have this fascination with the national anthem. And I think we should start playing it like high quality, high def. What do you think? No. No? Oh, come on, man. We need it. <laughs> and by the way, the uh, posting up pod, uh, posting up basketball podcast is on on Tuesdays and Saturdays. People, you know, you might not agree with what we're speaking, or you might agree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the day, Carlos and I are bringing it, are speaking it real. Speaking it real. Welcome to Ivy League Murders. On this podcast, we focus on cases affiliated with the Ivy League, exploring the darker side of higher education. What happens when genius becomes evil? My name is Sarah Alcorn. I'm a Harvard graduate, and I've been a private investigator since 1999. Join me and longtime crime diva, Laura McDonald, for Ivy League Murders.